Welcome back, everyone, to ONB, otherwise known as the Old Nerdy Bastards. I am your host, Sean, joined by my ever-so-dope co-host, Romy. Say what's up, Romy. What's up, Romy? Nice. If you've been hanging with us since day one, you already know what it is and what we do here. But if you're new and you've just joined, let us fill you in on who we are. Here at ONB, we discuss all forms of entertainment, that film, television, video games, comic books, pop culture, and more. Join us every Thursday as we dive into these topics and buttheads while entertaining all of our listeners. If you have topic suggestions, please send them our way on our social media platforms at Old Nerdy Bastards on Instagram and TikTok, as well as Twitter. Uh, you can also send us an email at info at oldnerdybastards.com. So, uh, finally, if you haven't already and you like our content, feel free to like, subscribe, and share. It is always appreciated. If you want to throw in a review too, you know, that wouldn't hurt either, right? Helps with the algorithm a bit. Uh, but without further ado, let's jump into today's topic. I'm dressed for it. <laughs> I love the shirt, dude. The shirt. For those who can't see. For those see, of you who aren't uh, witnessing this, this yeah. is formal podcasting attire in the shape of a tuxedo t-shirt. Because today's topic is the Oscars. <laughs> I wish we had. I wish you, we had an Oscars theme song. I don't know if there is an Oscars theme. Well, I think we can add this. The Oscars right. theme? No, the <laughs> clapping. The clapping. Oh, you don't hear the clapping. No, I think it's now just adding it in in the background, so people are going to hear the clapping. But <laughs> there's a possibility. I think I just clicked on going live. So if you randomly hear clapping, folks, it's just me trying to add in sound effects. Uh, but that being yeah. said, yeah, the so, Oscars. By the way, Sean, very yes, classy yeah, shirt. Are... There we go. There we go. There we go. Wow. Yeah. That, well, thank you, everyone. I appreciate that. I'm gonna to try to be a good host. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I'm no Ricky Gervaising, destroying every little person I can to discuss today. But why not? We're talking about That's it's like not the best just part. The, it is it's the best part. Now we're not Hold just on. talking about what. I'm so sorry, but like, are we gonna dive right into it, or are we gonna bring up what happened last night? Well, no, I was getting to that. You just oh, sorry, me. my bad, my bad, my bad. God, sit sit down. All right, here I am. <laughs> Uh, so I was, it's not just all about the Oscars, as I was saying, it's, it's actually about award shows, but we're going to concentrate on the Oscars because that's what's coming up. And there's been a lot of uh, news about it recently. So we definitely want to touch upon it. Um, but we did want to talk a little bit about last night's award show, which was the Grammys. Um, are you a fan of the Grammys? No, you're asking me. I forgot. Sorry. Yeah. For some reason I I'm thought not, you were, yeah, no, I know. I'm no, talking know. to the other person here. <laughs> I've had a long day. Um, I, I I used to be a fan of the Grammys, and okay. then I just stopped caring. Because Drake boycotted it? <laughs> you know what? No. Although you might seem to think that's a reason. No, but like a ton of artists apparently boycotted the Grammys, and I was unaware of that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of yeah, so, controversy and, and be, with the Grammys as well amongst the musicians. Absolutely. But. And to be completely honest with you, man, when I was growing up, I felt like the performances, uh, when I mean when I was growing up, I'm talking like early 2000s to like, you know, mid 2000s and a bit more, they had better performances at the Grammys. Like the shows have become more, more lackluster. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just my two cents. No, that's totally fair. I, I never really watched the Grammys growing up. Uh, never was really my thing. I didn't like really start to discover new popular music until a little later. I was listening to a lot of like what my brother and sister were listening to and like 
classic rock. Uh, and so I never was like really trying to dig into like the popular music from different genres. I was just like, I listen to what I'm told to listen to. Um, so it wasn't for me. Like Oscars was kind of like my big award show of the year that I was really pumped for. It was never right. really the Grammys. Um, I, I didn't even know where the Grammys happened this early. Like I saw, I was like, the Grammys <laughs> happened? Like shit, I thought the Grammys was like June, July. Oh, well, you're really out. No, no, I knew it was like early in the year, but it really caught me off guard too. Yeah. Again, I mean, like, it's probably because we don't give a shit about be, it. The Oscars used to be February, and it wasn't until this pandemic that they've moved it to March. Moved it. So, like, I'm so used to it being Oscar season. It's Oscar um, season. So, uh, did you watch any of the Grammys last night? Did you have any takeaways or like, you know, happiness for any winners? Like, were you pumped? What were your thoughts? Oh no, I don't really care if anybody won or anything. Like, like I don't have any. Yeah, I'm not that. I, I listen to music, not necessarily for. I think Harry Styles. I we, I saw a clip of his on social media, and he made a great point. He said, "All these artists, we make music not for the Grammy. At the end of the day, it's what we think yeah. is incredible. What's art, right? That makes sense. So I listen to music for different reasons. I don't care who wins an award. However, I saw all my clips obviously through social media. That's the landscape we live in. So I saw a ton of stuff, yeah. and a lot of the stuff was about um, the Rock meeting Adele. <laughs> and the rock giving her uh, also her award um yeah he was like a really big part of that with trevor noah and stuff uh, and then <laughs> when he announced adele's winning they showed jay-z and he was like ecstatic that the rock was presenting i'm not sure why it was a really funny and odd clip at the same time <laughs> so, okay so yeah. i <laughs> did not know any of this so i don't watch and I and this will come up a little bit more a little, little bit later on, but I don't tend to watch award shows anymore, and I don't even watch stuff on social media unless it's like someone getting slapped <laughs> at an award show. Um, I tend to literally just look up like an article of like all the winners, and I just read through the article, being like, "Who won what?" And I go, "Oh, cool, that's interesting." Like, unless I hear again, like there, this was a really interesting acceptance speech that went down and you're like, Oh, okay. Like I would want to find that on social media to listen to it. That's when I usually would like do my sure. due diligence and look into it. But like, I know the rock was in this. Was he the host or something? Did the rock host? No, not at all. Trevor Noah was the host and he uh, knows that he had like this little moment with Adele at her table and he was like, Oh, we know you're such a big fan of Dwayne Johnson and he's such a big fan of you. And I don't have Dwayne Johnson with me tonight. But I do have this fellow, The Rock, and <laughs> he walks up behind her, and like it's like this moment, and oh, then everybody's every, everybody's memeing like her husband, I think, uh, who was just like sitting there, and he's got like this look on his face, like I, I don't know what he's planning on doing to The Rock, oh, but no. yeah. <laughs> uh, all I know is that Harry Styles won Album of the Year for Harry's yeah. House. Cool, I'm down with it. I enjoyed Harry's House. I never thought I would ever like a Harry Styles song, and then I listened yeah, to this good artist, man album and i'm like shit this is actually really dope. like really mm -hmm. good good tunes came out of that album i was shocked and then i had to listen to his previous stuff and i was just like oh man this guy actually had some really good songs <laughs> that i just oh my God, he's did not pay attention to um <laughs> so cool i was i was happy with that uh beyonce won for best dance album yeah for renaissance which i thought was i thought renaissance was going to take album of tell, the year to be honest tell it the world it was your favorite album of the year right it was renaissance yeah. was my favorite album last year and and you're, you're also again you're also talking to somebody who doesn't really listen to new music regularly and when i do it's the number it's the hits from the album like you tell me to listen to a song i will listen to the song but i yeah. am not the type of person and i never have been even as a to kid, go through I would not it. go back and be like let me listen to the whole album now 
there's very <laughs> few artists that I will listen to an album for. Like my favorite yeah. artists, I will listen to their whole album just because they're my favorite artists. But even Beyonce, I will even say that both both Harry Styles and Beyonce would have been never have been, and I never listened to all of Lemonade. Right. I right. did not. Nothing Different type of it. album. Yeah. But I listened to this album and I was like, every song was almost like fire. I was, yeah. I was really impressed. So I was really happy she won. Um, and you know, uh, it was nice that Adele won for I yeah. forget what solo performance. I think it was a Lizzo one for, I believe, um, pop album. I don't know. Uh, rap I, album? I, I, I don't know. No, I'm not too sure, but nonetheless, about well, the you, it was, it was, that was the winner. Yeah. From what I read. I, so I'm cool. so out of the loop. My cousin messaged me and he was like, something, something, something God did. And I was like, what, what reference? I know that's DJ Khaled, but what the hell are you talking about? And uh, my cousin's older than me. And he's like, Oh, I'm talking about the Grammy hip hop Grammy 50 performance. So there was some big hip hop performance apparently oh. that I didn't catch. Did but, not uh, know that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it somewhere. I yeah. Like YouTube. I mean, Oh, um, Kim Petrus and, um, Sam Smith won, Un, for unholy, I think that was her oh, best yeah. pop, and that was the That's first a big TikTok song. Win, oh. uh, first, first transgender artist to win a Grammy, so that was pretty huh? huge. I was that was really exciting to know. Uh, people mm. in the southern red belts uh, have been freaking out about their um, live performance because he came out in devil horns, and it was uh. a song called un, un, Unholy. So the the Christian, uh, you know, yeah. congregation is clutching their pearls right now because. It's indoctrinating your kids, folks. They're into I, Satanism I, now just because of music. I mean, I mean, this is like the art, like straight from the playbook. Like it's been since yeah, the seventies. Rock and roll, absolutely, man. Exactly. If you go back to like the old school days of rock and roll, everybody, that's what they did. Look at Kiss. <laughs> just like, oh man. But they know what to like rile people up. And at the end of the day, right? Any press is good press. So you're out 100%. there. Then. For sure, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're we're really so, out of touch with the Grammys, but maybe we'll be more in touch next year. <laughs> we are, and for those of you who love the Grammys, I'm sorry. It's not like I'm saying it's not a fun thing. It's just like <clears throat> did not know it was happening, and I was not on board with them growing up. So maybe it was the best show ever. Maybe you hated it too. I don't know. But we're going to talk about the Oscars now because that's my favorite award show. Journey. Let's do it. Um, that's what we're here for, or at least it was. Again, I've fallen out of award shows recently. But the Oscars uh, is coming up May, March, oh my God, May, March 12th uh, on Sunday. Uh, usually it happens during February, but it's been moved. So this is the new timeline. And, you know, it's always a, an interesting show. You know, I stopped watching it recently. I would say maybe about five, six years ago. Again, I would just look up who won. Like I would be mm-hmm. interested to see who was nominated. Mm-hmm. And I would even do so much as like to try to watch certain movies before the Oscars. So I could be like, I want to see if it wins because like if it's nominated, I'll watch it. But like I wouldn't actually watch the award show. And then I would look up the, the winners again. Last year I went to sleep and I woke up and Will Smith had slapped Chris rock. And (laughs) that was what I woke up to. And I was like, what the hell? I saw that live dude. Watching that live was like the trippiest thing. I mean, we'll get into it if we do get into it, but Jesus. Yeah, no, we're absolutely going to be getting into that because that's that's huge. Um, but before we jump into the controversies, because there are quite a few controversies uh, in Oscars, and uh, sometimes the controversies become the favorite moments of the Oscars because it's so 
shocking. Um, so before we get into the controversies, and some of these might still pop up in, during this conversation, but favorite Oscar moments? Like, do you have any growing up? Or like, was there like a, a year that you were like, this is the best Oscars, you know, I've ever seen? Like, what, what what's your relationship with the Oscars? Uh, I had a closer relationship with the Oscars probably in the 90s because my dad used to make me stay up and watch it with him, uh, which was cool. But also like the movies I watched back then, like take, for example, like Face Off and stuff, they would never actually make it to the Oscars. And Mm -hmm. the Oscar movies were the movies my parents were watching. But then as I got older, I started to appreciate some of the better films. So I think one of my first memories of really remembering the Oscars was when um, Denzel won for Training Day. And he won Best Mm -hmm. Actor for being first off the antagonist in the film he was just that damn good and i remember watching that movie so many times that i was like wow that's what real good acting looks like and that's when i started to kind of really get into film right and they also nominated the film traffic which i watched um what's messed up is like i was i was like 13 but i was trying to grasp these movies like you know i remember uh city of god won best uh picture like two years later in 02 and i was like again, 15 or, or younger, and I'm watching City of God. I'm like, this is incredible. <laughs> and yeah. uh, now I look back at it and I go, wow, that's a deep movie. So I have a lot of like, <laughs> yeah, really, I have a lot of early uh, memories, but when it comes to favorite, does Will Smith slapping Chris Rock <laughs> qualify? And not because I, I support what Will Smith did, absolutely not, but it's just so absolutely jarring. It's yeah. fucking wild. It's something that, you know, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna discuss that. We're gonna because that that's a big that's a big controversy that that's that's happened here, and um, we're gonna dive into that. So we're not gonna go just yet. But so you you did have so like were there any moments so that you like besides training day like like that obviously a great one, but anything else that comes to your mind of like you're like oh crap like that was really awesome. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I can't think of. Well, I mean. It's, Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say it is it, it is difficult because I recall it's hard for me to pinpoint something specific because there's there's one every year, right? So I yeah. am now thirty six. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> and uh, just old said it out loud, nerdy bastard. Is, yeah, old nerdy bastards. Because um, yeah. it sounds so much better than middle aged nerdy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh you know like i I, if i started watching the oscars at a young age as well again because my mom watched them or my older brother watched them or my sister if i say like 10 11 12 would be the probably the year so i've seen Mm -hmm. like over 20 oscars Mm -hmm. now so it's hard to remember any specific one i loved back in the day when like billy crystal used to host um Mm -hmm. for some reason like those were always the ones that kind of jump out as like my favorites because there was just this like level of comedy and showmanship um to the oscars that i feel has like really dropped off the map in the past couple of years um like they used to do like do you remember like when they would like spoof movies and they would always like yeah. do little sketches yeah yeah and they would always poke fun of the nominees like in a fun way that wasn't like just standing on stage and insulting people like it was they were fun. doing that till the mid 2000s dude and then it kind of stopped yeah yeah, those were like my favorite because I was always interested to see like what jokes were going to be made. Like you walk out of a movie and you go, "Oh my god, remember how stupid that part was?" Like that's definitely going to be something that the Oscars would make fun of, like in the future. And we don't see it anymore. We don't have at least regularly. I'm, there are some times where they'll come out in costume and do like a little sketch, but it's not like a major selling point now. 
it's usually like who's hosting and it's usually a comedian. I think things evolve, right? So I think at that time, yeah. skit shows were huge. I mean, SNL will forever be huge, but Mad TV was around and there was a bunch of that stuff. And I think it really played a part. However, that being said, I, I agree with you. I miss it. It was great. It was good entertainment. And I thought performances were also more lively back then. There was just more production yeah. value in whatever they did. It was whether a show. It was, the Grammys, it, was, it was a show. Yeah. It was a show. It wasn't, it wasn't an award ceremony. It was an award ceremony. Sorry. It sure. was an award ceremony, but it was dressed up as a show. It was so fine balance. The, the, and, and the pomp and like the, the, the red carpet beforehand, like it was always a big deal. Like who's wearing what? You, a yeah. lot of people would tune in for the red carpet because it was like a huge day in fashion for like everyday people to see. Uh, yeah. And then you'd have these like sketches to start off these big show numbers. And you just like, there's still a red carpet. Yeah. I don't really care. Like, I don't I'll, like if it comes up in social media being like, this is what they were wearing last night. I'd be like, cool, I'll take a look, but I'm not going to be like, interested. I don't know why I was interested as a kid. Like, I don't know why I was like, we need to watch the red carpet, but. Can I combat that for a second? Go ahead. Uh, not Maybe not combat it, but here's the thing. So you have access at your fingertips on your phone to look at it whenever you want at your discretion at your time. Back then you didn't. It was either you taped it or you stayed up watching it or found out the next day on, you know, via the news or through friends. So the impact was very different, I think. Obviously now, everything's just far more accessible. True. Right? So, however, that yeah, being said, I, mean, I also don't give a shit too. There's this part of me that's just like, oh, yeah. I'm older and I just have my, I want to spend more time on other things I care about. The, you're right, yeah, the red carpet. Eh. And I, know, I, do, I also know people who still love the Oscars. Like I still have acquaintances and people Oscars that I parties with who like will make a big deal like Oscars parties and stuff like that. Yeah. I know people like that, which is fine. Like I get it. It's it's a big for people who aren't into sports and who are into like pop culture, the Oscars yeah. is your Super Bowl. Like it's that true. is the that is what you tune in for each year because you get the red carpet with the fashion. Maybe something fun happens when they're going towards it where you catch a little interaction and it's like, oh that was so much fun. Catch then a you slap. get into the actual and Sorry, the it's all awards. but just become more I, I don't like i want to say like pompous a bit like it's become more self-congratulatory and like this is like about and which is great like you're you're um you're offering your praise critical praise to your peers um for their performances their hard work like all great like i know sure. lots of different industries have award yeah. ceremonies for their employee employee base but like yeah, to recognize like greatness. People. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. like now that I'm older and I'm like, you guys made like a billion dollars on that movie, and this guy probably had two percent for a return, and so he probably made like millions, million dollars off of that <laughs> one film that took him two months to make. And I'm like, I am barely able to afford groceries right now. Like, I, you know, people yeah. are struggling, and I'm just like, almost like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> like i'll watch your movie like you produced art i will take part in this and enjoy it and you'll get my money for it because that's what this is you know in, in exchange of for goods and services but like i don't care about you getting congratulated by everyone else anymore i don't think that's a my interest so actually since we're on the topic of this i sent this to you earlier today and uh a friend of ours and a listener sent this information to me uh amc is starting to charge in the States, I believe, uh, based on location of seating in the theater now. So if you want a mm -hmm. primo spot, you got to pay 
you know, a little bit more to get the hookup. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, hey, man, like you get. In, did you know that they also raised the prices for the Batman in theater for just those shows? KMC did that. Really? They, 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 and they've done it in Europe before. There's precedent for it. But this is not the first time AMC has done stuff for their ticket prices to get more money. So, for the listeners that don't know this, I am of Indian descent. I used to live there for a couple of years. And uh, when I was there, movie theaters would have the same system. And the better the seat, the, the, the higher the cost. Um, so, it seems like they're adapting some of that here in North America, which is interesting, yeah. right? So, not only do they, take more money from me per film as film gets more expensive, which I get, I get it. It costs more to make movies, but now I got to pay a premium to get a nice spot. I mean, if we're going down this tangent, like do you remember when movies were affordable? Like it was the thing to do with the family, but now you have to budget like a quarter of your paycheck. If you have kids to go to a theater, <laughs> like tickets. Seriously. I shouldn't be laughing. That's like, yeah, the collector's cups because you know they're going to ask for those collector's cups with those those little figurines on top. Like it's like a hundred and sixty dollar thing for a night. Yeah. yeah, even going out with me and my partner, I'm like, this is an expensive endeavor. Like I'm still going to do it because I enjoy it, but like you can't help but think of the time when you know uh, the snacks weren't like the cost of two. For like oh, it's twenty five dollars. Do you have scene points because that gets you ten percent off? I'm like thanks for the two dollars and sixty cents bag. This still you get cost that anymore. You even get the discount what? on scene points anymore, yeah, on the on the concessions. Do you just collect points then? Yeah. So oh, shout out to all the clutch wives, <laughs> like my wife, who not, likes to go to the dollar the store and pick up snacks prior to the film because she's boss like that. And sorry, I, I want to support the theater, but fair, not forty dollars for like a drink. In I will say that is the one thing that has changed in favor is that they don't prevent you while well, you can yeah. sn- you sneak them in but they don't stop you now it's like you brought your own food in like that's that's your business like they don't care every time we go in my wife's pregnant because she's got a hat in her <laughs> body that's just the way it works the guy sitting there is just ripping a ticket being like damn man what do you do for a living how are you supporting like 12 kids <laughs> like what are you what are you doing man like i haven't I'm ever the real seen johnny sins pregnant. <laughs> pregnant 15 times since i've met you Oh my God. Uh, um, so, okay. So going back to our, to our topic at hand here. Um, so yeah. So f- favorite Oscar moments growing up. That's great. Um, now the Oscars, and this also leads in from favorite Oscar moments, your favorite Oscar moments was a big controversy of the Oscars. And there has been a lot of controversies yeah. over the years uh, at the Oscars. And there was like, maybe a, like a small chunk of time where it was like the golden age of Oscars. Cause I'm, I don't remember many controversies, but like in the mid, 90s right like i don't recall like if you think back to like early oscars like you know a a big political statement by marlon brandau was when he didn't accept the award for winning for don carleon in um, godfather i don't know if there was godfather one or two um and Uh, one one it was Godfather one yeah in the second one robert de niro plays him as a younger version of him gotcha yeah and it was um sachin little feather uh, stepped in to accept it, but it wasn't even accepted. It was just to let them know um, the way that the American Indians have been treated um, by the film industry. That was uh, what she said. Where these were the reasons that he regretfully cannot. That was a big, a big moment, right? That a lot of people might remember, if, you know, depending on their age. Um, but it was a big thing. Oscars uh, will slapping Chris Rock. 
you got to see this live. So mm. tell me about, I didn't, like I said, I woke up and I found out about this the next day and all like, I literally had to Google 18 billion articles. Cause I'm like, no way. <laughs> tell me about it in the moment. So you know how we were talking about like how it's not the f- first thing that you think, like it's not the first thing you'll tune into anymore because we can just see the winners the next day or see all that. Uh, so it happened to be a night where my wife went to, she passed out on the couch beside me and I was doing some work on my laptop and the Oscars was just playing in the background. So I wasn't really too aware of what was happening, but then Chris, you know, was hosting and, and, and then I just saw it happen in slow motion. Well, okay. It wasn't slow motion actually. Cause when it happened, I was like, Oh, so is the skit like what happens now? <laughs> and nothing happened and i was like oh <laughs> shit and then they cut and you and immediately i'm like at twitter everywhere i'm like oh god what the i uh, came back and everybody's still in just shock everybody's like we don't, and chris rock was like uh still in shock but he carried it really yeah. well he um yeah chris chris is like a stand-up guy man kudos to him for just switching it on Taking and like a chance Oh my God. And carrying it, carrying the show. Keeping calm and carrying on. (laughs) It almost felt like it was one of those. So Will Smith, we know like over the last few years has gotten really big into social media, especially on Instagram. And he does a lot of videos with a lot of people that are popular on social media. So he does a lot of these cool, like cut videos where things fall apart. So I thought maybe it was one of those things. Like he slaps Chris and Chris's body falls apart and you find out it's like a video. Then you realize it wasn't, it was just Chris Hawk's face. I was like, shit. That was wild, man. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it. In per- I mean, I've watched the scene unfold many times, but it, there's a difference between seeing it live. Yeah. Because like, yeah. that's like, in the moment, you don't know. Like, I already knew going into this that he was going to slap him, where you had no idea this was happening. <laughs> uh, so that's something I wish that I got to witness. Like, I wish. Like, I just think that would have been so fascinating to see, like, to be there with everyone else and just be like, like just shocked and like in awe, just like what the? <laughs> I don't even know how to feel in this moment. Um, yeah, definitely one for the ages. I don't think um, there's Gina gonna be a got the mind control. Here, here's, let's take a like take a poll here, and like this is just between Rome and I. Do you think someone's gonna make a joke about it at this year's Oscars, or are they gonna one hundred percent? One hundred percent. They're gonna. They're okay. gonna. It's gonna be yeah. And if is Will all oh, the Will's band though he can't get the Oscars for like the next ten years, go. which is yeah. funny because then he he releases into, uh, Emancipation this year, which would have been, yeah, you know, Oscar Oscar bait um, type movie. Wait, didn't and, he win last year uh, for Emancipation? No, he won last year for um, King. Richard. Oh, sorry for King Richard. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah, uh, my bad. Yeah. Um. So there. So yes, the Will Smith and Chris Rock is definitely going to go down as one of the biggest one of the controversies that um i recall in recent years was the envelope gate where warren Beatty uh read um said out loud la la land had won best picture but when the la la land people got up there and they read the envelope with <laughs> moonlight yeah and there was like another this huge like audible gasp in the audience everyone was just like <gasps> like shocked and then like there was a awkward exchange between getting the right people up there and you're just like sitting there going how many people fucked this up and who's going to be fired for this because that is next level next level like you like that is the most 
the most embarrassing thing I could ever think of presenting an award would be saying the wrong name out loud. Best picture of the year too. Like and the biggest award of the night, the one that comes at eleven fucking fifty nine on every single every single season. I'm gonna call it season because it's an ongoing TV show. <laughs> every season of the Oscars ends with the best picture category at like eleven fifty nine. It's the biggest award of the night and just absolutely falls apart in the fourth quarter at the final. So that was an Oscars that me and my wife stayed up to watch because we had watched a lot of the Oscar films that year in 2016, I think. And uh, we were both in the same boat. We enjoyed La La Land, but we thought Moonlight was a better film. And when they announced La La Land, we were like, oh, okay. And we're like ready to turn off the TV. And then they're like, oh, but really it's Moonlight. And they were like, oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there were- and at that point, you don't even have the ability to be excited that the film that you wanted to win won because you're more engrossed in this controversy. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, oh my god! Like, how would I feel in this moment? They must be so like angry, and the other people must be embarrassed. You're not like, yes, I'm so excited. This amazing film just won the best, yeah, picture awards. Yeah, it's disappointing. <laughs> I know, man. I know. There's, there's, uh, there's a couple of moments, right? Like, uh, what about the one from uh, a few years ago? The one you kind of referenced in the last episode, uh, or one of the episodes. The one about the the woman, April Rain. Basically, she was the one that hashtagged. Um, what was it? Friggin' uh, Oscar so white. Oscar so white. Oscar so I think white. I did right. This in another episode. <laughs> It was, it, but it's it's valid, right? Because it was, uh, I think it was 2015, and basically every nominee was, uh, I guess, a white nominee in the best best picture category, best film, and yeah. uh, she made that into a huge thing, and it turned out like that was massive, and that was prior to the Oscars actually obviously airing, uh, but that was a big one too, and uh, yeah, was that was one? that was a that sparked a lot of backlash um, against it, and the Oscars had to commit to bringing diverse creators into into more categories women and people of color yeah Uh, and they promised they would get it done but i think i think they said like 2020 back when this first aired they would have it like implemented but fast forward to 2023 where we have a current controversy right now which is the fact Mm -hmm. that there are no women nominated directors and they've won uh the last two years um have women have won the best for this year there are no women directors, right? There are no women. That's, yeah. This year there's yeah. no women nominees, but there are plenty of films that were directed by women that, you know, should be up for consideration. The, the, the warrior King. Um, there's also um, till, which is based the, on Emmett till, which I've heard nothing but amazing things about that all could have mm-hmm. had a female director nominated. Uh, so this is just like a big thing. Like I don't um, really know How, like, like, which, about these films. I was going to say, like, what if, how much of that, like, and I'm not saying that they, uh, female directors don't deserve the opportunity. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Like Kat, Catherine Bigelow, right? That was her name, the one that uh, did the Hurt Locker and all that. No, not that. Yeah, was a yeah, big Oscar moment. That was the first female to ever win the best director uh, yeah. category for Hurt Locker. What if, what if the film, the films just this year weren't, um, you know, top performers, right? Absolutely. Like, totally understand that. But if you, want to have diversity goals there has to be some sort of signpost that you try to adhere by um to make sure that you are meeting those promises if you will right like 
Okay. If you are having a nomination category, maybe one of the rules could be like at least one of them has to be a woman or person of color. Like it's a mandatory. Okay. Right? I'm not saying this is how it goes or how it's not going. I'm just saying these are some things just in my mind of like how you could try to do it to like guarantee okay, so this. Let me let me just say this as a person of color. What if like everybody that had diversity on that on that bench had very subpar films? Like, you know, we're talking five out of tens. Would they still get a nomination just because? Film is subjective, my friend. Are you talking overall critic score? Is that what you're basing this on? I'm absolutely basing this on <laughs> critic score to, to qualify for the Oscars, you know? I just think it's interesting. Okay. It's just interesting, like, to think let's of it, right? It's a really like, hypothetical situation here. But let's go down this rabbit hole, my friend. No, we um, don't have to go down no, that. That's but like, fair. So, so who, who's nominated this year? Um, yeah. We're going to get into our picks for, for the yeah. years and the categories we know. Um, yeah, so there was Martin McDonough, which is the Banshees of Inna Sheeran. Uh, Todd Field for Tar, Ruben Ostlin for Triangle of Sadness, Daniel Kwan, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Daniel Sh- uh, Schneid- Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Steven Spielberg, The Failed Men's. I feel like uh, the Daniels were co-directors of Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, it should awesome. just be both of them for the one film, not separated. That's what this, this is what the list is what I'm seeing. Maybe they are the same one, but... If they're competing against each other, that would just be super whack. On the same <laughs> film? Yeah, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once had two directors. They're listed twice? That's... that's uh, the, the way I'm reading this list uh, online, I don't know if it's... You know, I will go into another... I will find an alternative source just to, to clarify and confirm <laughs> Can... what I am seeing. Because right now it says that it's two... No, see, they're nominated as one. So that means there is only five. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, imagine one Google director wins and walks out. Google has them separated. Like, why would you separate them, Google? Why would you do that to me? You're supposed to be reliable. Sean, um, imagine one of them won and the other one didn't. That's <laughs> what I was saying. I was like, that's so weird. I'm like, why would they separate them? It's like, oh, who's, which one's better out of you? One of you did a better job. We don't know who, yeah. but we're going to give it to you. Anyway, that's so that's who's nominated this year. Um, so I can understand like having a, a female director, but it's just like, again, it's not a good look is what I'm saying. Like the Oscars have had this controversy over the last couple of years. True. Like you should get your shit together already. Like True. someone got assaulted at your show on live television last year. You need to work on some shit. <laughs> For all you know, or we don't know, that was all planned to bring more eyes to the Oscars and Will was taken care of behind scenes. Who don't know. Right, that's that's well, an aspect I don't think handy? a lot of what people do you mean, taking care of behind scenes with. <laughs> yeah, with a, with obviously handy and some cash, so, like here you go, yeah. do your thing, Jeez. you know. So okay, you so that know. was yeah, no, that's fair. So that's the current controversy that's happening right now. But there is a second current controversy, uh, which is plaguing this year's Oscars, which is specifically about one of the uh, actresses nominated for Best Actress, which is Andrea Riseborough. So Andrea Riseborough is nominated for the Best Actress category, uh, specifically for um, the film To Leslie, where it's about a woman who wins the uh, lottery and like squanders all the money and like is estranged from her friends and family. The film itself, so uh, at the point of most of these articles coming out, had only grossed $27,000 uh, worldwide in the box office like it very unheard of 
And the second thing is there's usually there are signposts throughout award seasons leading up to the Oscars where you can kind of get a sense of like who's being nominated for what based on their performances. So, you know, you have things like the Emmys, you have things like the the BAFTAs, uh, sorry, not the Emmys, the Golden Globes, uh, the BAFTAs. Um, these kind of give you an idea of like who's going to be probably like securing a nomination for these categories. She was not in any of these. She was not named nominated. This film wasn't really recognized, but there was this grassroots kind of uh, fundraiser amongst celebrities and who are like tooting how great this film is and how amazing her performance is and how she should be considered. And she got the nomination. And she, even this actress is like, I'm very shocked that this is this has happened. But this has caused a lot of controversy because one, it was one. Sorry, go ahead. She's shocked that she got the nomination as well. She so she spot this like was started this like grassroots effort, but she wasn't expecting it to to like go anywhere. And so now she's like, I don't know how I got into this. This you know the uh, having this happen is kind of like a dream. Uh, but it's also kind of like shocking. Um, and so some people have, you know, cried foul because there are other female deserving people, yeah. deserving people, performers who were not, you know, Viola Davis for like woman King, uh, mm. the one who depicted Emmett Till's mother until really great performances. All were nominated, I believe in some fashion and didn't receive a nomination for this, this, other actors did so i'm i'm interested in this because this is a big deal like if this yeah. woman comes from like nowhere and wins best actress like i love an underdog story so i i'm like i want to go check this film out so the oscars is the type of place that would do something like that just to draw more eyes in right and like yeah, create that that's why other... I this whole thing is it's a stunt is this a yeah. stunt am i being sucked into this this controversy because i'm like ooh. You know, I Shout thought it was going to gonna go to Kate Blanchett, but nope. Andrea Riseborough just but comes out of nowhere, left field, snags that gold statue. I so shout out to her fan that brought this up on our social media. They wanted us to talk about this. There, there was somebody that commented on one of our pictures saying, mm -hmm. "I'd love to hear about the end." Sorry, her name is Andrea. Yeah, I was very excited about that because I've been talking about this behind the scenes, being like, "Ooh, like this is interesting." Yeah. Um, so shout out to her fans for current, bringing those up. Yeah, thank you. We love the suggestions. We really do. Um, so that was the big controversy of of this Oscars that's going down. Is is uh, Oscars so white keeps coming up every now and then because there's a lot of just you know a lot of that, and then there's like it's a lot of white people. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so many man. This is going back to nepo babies. <laughs> this is why diversity needs to happen. Um, so this okay, so we've now talked about you know past Oscars, the current present ones that's about to happen. Um, have you seen any of the films? Um, and are you like, do you have any picks? I always love a good Oscar pool. I think I'm actually going to do another one this year. Um, yeah. Uh, so like, have you been watching anything? Do you have any uh, predictions? I've watched three Oscar films so far for best picture, um, which I would say is probably the, actually four. Sorry, I've seen four films that are nominated under the best picture category, uh, which are Top Gun Maverick, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, Avatar, The Way of the Water, and Elvis. 
And I enjoyed all four of those films uh, in their own ways, some of them more than the others. I think you know this, Everything Everywhere All at Once was probably my favorite flick of the year in terms of what it delivered. Such an original idea, such a great depiction of the multiverse, fantastic film. I really, really like Top Gun Maverick. Such an awesome movie, great experience, uh, far surpasses the original. And everybody that enjoyed it, enjoyed it for the same reasons. And Elvis was super creative. Have you seen Elvis? Yeah, it's, it was it was better than I expected. I didn't go in with really yeah. any expectations, and I, and I enjoyed it. And then Avatar was Avatar. You know, we did a review on <laughs> yeah, it. True. I enjoyed it. That was good. It was visually very stunning. I think the storyline was good. Uh, I do want to watch Tar. I want to watch The Banshees of Inertion. Uh, I, I want to watch, um, I think, The Fablemans as well. But you did watch The Banshees of Inertion, and you kind of gave me this hope, like this this idea of like dread and like... I'm still going to check it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like I try to watch best picture category, at least. Cause if you can watch all the best pictures, cause especially like that was another uh, kind of to throw it back at controversy real quick. Like best pictures only used to have five, right? All categories have mm. five, but best picture has 10. And it all kind of happened with an uproar in 2005, 2005, uh, when 2008, right? Thank nine you. actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah, technically 2009, where Dark Knight did not make Best Picture nomination, which it was really expected to, especially alongside Heath Ledger's posthumous uh, Oscar um, nomination, plus win that he would get that year. But um, there was a lot of backlash that there should be. So they decided to open up the categories to 10. Uh, and so that it would be the only one. No other category would have more than uh, more than five. Uh, it's 10. And I think there have been talks about trying to open up some of the other categories, but uh, it's specifically best picture. So I try to watch all best picture categories because if you can watch 10 best picture movies, chances are you've seen some of the other nominees in some yeah. fashion. You might not have seen all of them. Um, Sorry, I was just going to say that one of the movies I wanted to watch and I forgot, but you did bring it up uh, in scope is Whale. And Whale is not nominated for best picture, yes. but Brendan Fraser so is nominated. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I said it's not always – you you get most of them, but like Whale would be the example of like I would I would love to see Whale because I want to see Brendan Fraser's comeback. Like yes. love Brendan Fraser, let's see him win this Oscar. Um, so yeah, and it's, it sucks too because I would also love to see uh, Keon Kwan uh, for Everything Ever All at Once. I would I, yes. I would love to see him win um, because that would be a, another amazing comeback story. Like if 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 Oscars hits me yeah. with nostalgia this year, I will remember this Oscars for a very long time. Um, but yeah, I think that those, those are what I try to do. So I, I'm working my way through the 10 best pictures. I have seen, uh, Avatar way of the water. I've seen the Banshees of Inisherin. I've seen Elvis. I've seen everything everywhere all at once. I've seen Top Gun Maverick and I've seen all quiet on the Western front. So I still need to see women talking triangle of sadness and tar and the Fablemans. So mm-hmm. I have five. Uh, four, four, one, two, four, three, I think. four, four other films before March to really make my decision. Cause right now, if I were to pick, I would definitely pick everything everywhere all at mm-hmm. once as like best picture. Like 100%. But again, it's, it's, it's hard. Cause like you should watch all, all quiet on the Western front is really well done. And war I- movies do really well. I plan on watching all of them prior to the to the Oscars. So good for sure. Like I, I really, I'm. I want to see Tar. I've heard Cape Blanchard yeah. absolutely kills it. 
So I didn't. I not knew. I knew nothing about that film, and I was like, "Oh, it's based on a." I mean, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, "What the? F- this is not a, a music biopic that I was expecting in any way, shape, or form." Based yeah, on she the plays trailer. the conductor. They can right? do yeah. some magical editing that might make it seem something it's not, but it looks like there's like a psychological thriller aspect to this that I was mm-hmm. really unexpecting uh, from this film. So I'm excited to, to watch that as well. Um, that's the only one I know much about other than the Fablemans. I don't know much about um, Triangle of Sadness, and I don't know much about women talking. So I'm going to have to look into those next. Yeah, well, I'm I'm looking forward to watching all of them just to get caught up. And then, mm-hmm. of course, the one-offs like The Whale I kind of want to watch. And um, I heard about Paul, Paul Meskel's performance in After Sun was apparently really good. So it's a couple of things. But um, I don't know. Nothing this year really from like all the films out there really – catches my eye and says yeah this is the one that should win so far except for like you said everything everywhere all at once but there's another thing you said about that film that upon second viewing it's kind of kooky and you can't take it you can't enjoy it as much as you did the first time so i've held off from watching it no that is because i watched it short in between i watched the i watched the first time in theaters and i saw it again like i think it was like three or three weeks or four weeks later it was a short and the second time, the shock value is gone. And so yeah. the, the jokes don't land as impactfully as they did the first time. You're also not in a theater full of people who are also laughing. You're just two of us on the couch. So, like, we weren't as blown away. But I'm like, if you watched it once and then, like, a year later or a year and a half where you probably don't remember all the things about it, it would probably be You'll just as good, but not that close. It uh, didn't hold up the second time. Before we forget, after yeah. all, we are a comic book podcast and let's give a shout out to some of the superhero projects that um qualified and by that i think it's only the batman with three oscar nominations or did i miss anything else um there's a a possibility uh forgive sean and i for black panther wakanda forever that's absolutely yeah i I will give that one another she was one of the better parts of that film no doubt um i think that that was it, though. Those okay. are the two. So the and I think the Batman got snubbed a bit. Not saying – I don't think any of them deserve best actor. Like, I will be – I'll be honest with that. Like, none of them yeah. were that mind-boggling in their performances that I'd be like, yeah, they deserve an Oscar nomination. But in terms of, like, I think it should have been up there for best picture. Like, I Absolutely. think the Batman was incredible. Abs- the and story, the writing, the cinematography, yeah. the grading, the directing, everything about that win, movie like, was – production like against like avatar avatar is winning all the technical awards there's no way the only thing the batman might win now based on its nominations is sound because i was that just gonna thing say was so well mixed and so well edited with the sound the boots yeah. the soundtrack everything so well done but every i don't think it's gonna win anything else beyond that just for the record uh i think every single batman movie has won an oscar in some fashion up until the dceu um, even actually Suicide Squad won for best makeup in 2016. So DC has a pretty um, stark true. record of Oscars, which is kind of funny. From Superman, from Michael Keaton's Batman, to even yeah. even um, Batman and Robin won one, Batman Forever, The Dark Knight. A lot of them, dude. It's funny when you think about Dark it. So, yeah, Knight, there's every single time cleared the sound category. Sound editing category, Wally, and the cinematography, Wally Fister, like just yeah. – dominated those categories back but you never saw you never saw bale nominated 
Because that dude that was never a good enough performance. <laughs> it wasn't really. Maybe Pattinson can give us the ultimate performance in the next movie. No, we'll see. We'll see in the Batman too. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I consider everything everywhere all at once kind of like a comic book movie. Like it, it wasn't based on the comic books. So you can't call it that, but just like multiverse. In terms of its, yeah, it's multiverse. The the action element, the the fantastical element to it. I yeah. feel like. It gave me a comic book vibe. I would say sure. maybe you could go that route, but sure, um, kind of like yeah. So, um, I think uh, I'm going to watch the rest. Uh, stay tuned for our um, social media because we're going to be posting our picks as we go through. Uh, we're pretty much going to stay to the simple, the the main categories: best picture, best director, best actor, actress, supporting actor, actress. Those are probably going to be the six categories we stick to once we've been able to watch the film. So. Stay tuned for that and see. And then we're going to do an, an, a recap when the Oscars hit. And we're going to see how many of us got got it right. Like, did Romy you know, make the good predictions or did I? But before we finish off our talk, uh, our talk here about uh, the Oscars, um, I was just wondering, since we were talking about award shows tonight, are award shows as relevant as they used to be? If you're asking me. Again, no, I'm asking the random person that's also in this chat. Yes, I'm asking. Hey, man, you could could be asking the audience, you know, I thought the pause was, was, you know. Audience or listeners. (laughs) (laughs) All right, to my opinion, uh, I think it's lost its aura, you know, in the last little bit. The, and I don't know if the pandemic kind of sped that up, but the, 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 the simple fact that we have social media at our disposal at any given time at our hand to look up all the content we need to. So if you want to learn about the Oscars the next day, boom, it's there. Even right two minutes after it's all over Twitter, social media everywhere. Um, And you know what? I could use that time to catch up on the 60 TV shows I have waiting for me or any other content that's just sitting there. Um, So I think the game has changed, obviously, uh, in in the greater scope of things. So that's definitely going to impact how we feel about award shows. So those are my thoughts. That's fair. And I, and I only ask this just because, like, first off, I, I don't know. There's no statistics I have for this. I didn't look up how many people are watching award shows. I just know from, like, the people I speak to and I hear on Twitter and kind of read into, there's a lot of, like, a decline in terms of its popularity. And I've noticed that with myself. Like, I've used to be all about award shows. Same with, like, All-Star Games. I used to be so into All-Star Games. I just, like, don't care anymore. Like, I'm just like, that's great. I'm, I'm sure sports fans are super happy, but they don't excite me as much as they used to. Um, and award shows are also like up there. It's like things I'm just like, yeah, like it, it's cool. I get it. You're celebrating this art form. You're um, providing your peers with accolades. And, you know, this is also great for their careers because they have a best actor nominee. That's going to get you a lot more money in the long term. Yeah, more opportunities. Um, more opportunities. <laughs> like I totally understand all that. Um, it's just like watching them is just not as exciting anymore. I just don't seem to be. And, you know, hey, if, like, maybe I was nominated for an Oscar one day, I might be like, man, I love the Oscars. But I, I would think, hope you do. Yeah, yeah I would right? hope like, you do. My tune might change, but, like, just as, like, a casual viewer, like, nothing about it really, like, ex- like, unless the host is someone I'm really excited to see because I think they'll have a really good opening monologue, which is not very many. Yeah, I just am kind of like, well, it's, I would just rather read the, you know, who won tomorrow, watch some social media clips, 
get it all in about five minutes instead of four and a half hours of just yeah. You, you don't like spending like five hours on a Sunday evening on like watching no. rich people like laugh at mediocre jokes. No, I'm just playing. Look, I still like the Oscars. I'll, I'll take a look. I mean, I did it last year. Why not? It'll play in the background. And uh, mm-hmm. at least maybe this year, considering the fact that I'll watch all the films, I'll have more of an input that's more valid um, yeah. from both a subjective I and objective Oscars standpoint. Like fantasy football. Like I, I will, I will, I will make a pool. With a Let's, few friends, and I will be excited about who wins because I might win something. <laughs> Why don't we do this? On social media, let's do Sean's and Romy's picks. And for... Oh, did you? zone out of that whole conversation where I said we're going to do our picks and we're going to see who's right? I'm sorry. <laughs> did you I'm literally sorry. step out of the conversation mentally? <laughs> Today's been, uh, like I said, a long day. That's fair. That is to fair. our listeners. I'm um, actually okay. I'm just tired. That's all. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's all. Fair. So um, that that wraps up our discussion of the Oscars today. And thank you everyone for listening and, and joining in. Um, we're excited because we do have some really cool episodes coming up uh, to share with you some insight on what we're going to be discussing next week. Um, so we are going to be discussing two things. Uh, we're going to do a little little touch base on Super Bowl because Super Bowl is coming up. Um, you know, it's usually on my birthday, which is or the day after my birthday. And for the first time, it's like a week later. So I was really excited to not have to like share like my weekend with like the Super Bowl. People would be like, oh, my God, I'm having a Super Bowl party. You should come. And like, oh, it's my birthday. And they'd be like, oh, cool. Happy birthday. And I'm like, you didn't even know. It was like you knew it was a Super Bowl. You had no idea it was my birthday. All right. That's no problem. Um, so I'm excited cause I get to, for the first time in a while now, watch for the trailers. Cause that's really all I watch for is the Super Bowl halftime and show. And the halftime show. And the trailers. Yeah. I mean, like if my team's playing in the Super Bowl, I'll, I'll watch the, the sport, but if I don't care who's playing in it, I don't care who's winning that. So I don't get invested. Um, but yeah, the trailers. So we're going to be talking about that next week. What trailers drop, what commercials, you know, is there anything exciting? Because it's usually a big time. People spend a lot of money on these ads. Um, a little bit. A little get, bit. Yeah, and we get usually shafted in Canada. It's, we don't get the good stuff. I used to have to, like, look it up. Now we can get them everywhere because it's social media. But uh, for a long time, I used to have to, like, wait for them to upload online. Then I have to, like, watch them on YouTube because we just Canadian broadcasting. We're like, we're not giving you the good commercials. We're giving you the same Canadian Coca-Cola commercials on repeat <laughs> over and over again for the entire entire thing. The same four commercials. Uh, so I'm, uh, we're going to talk about that. I'm excited. I want to see what trailers. There's a lot of films coming out this year. Some we haven't seen trailers for yet, and this is usually a prime opportunity. Um, so while we already have seen Ant-Man trailers and Shazam, we haven't really seen much Guardians, although we have one trailer. Something else could come out because, again, that's the next Marvel film to come out. Um, so, yeah, it might be interesting to see what they they pull out. So that's going to be a little bit of our um, our episode. But we're also going to be talking about the other big events. Well, sometimes big event Depends on you, really, I'll say, um, in February that a lot of people celebrate, which is Valentine's Day. Um, Valentine's Day is two days after the Super Bowl. Uh, so expensive weekend and week for those of you who perf- watch and do both where you get to um, perform so we're, yeah, <laughs> maybe perform um so we're going to talk about a few things so you know it's not just valentine's day there's valentine's day there's galentine's day 
There's Singles Awareness Day or Sad Day. Uh, and all of these are valid things to celebrate. Uh, I used to celebrate Singles Awareness Day regularly. So um, we're going to talk about a few things. Like, yeah, like what would you watch around this time if you weren't seeing anyone? Like what would you, you know, you know everyone around you is doing their Valentine's Day stuff. So like what do you throw on to watch? Is it rom- yeah. a rom-com? Right, because you want to think about having it, or is it like horror slasher (laughs) that has a romance backdrop? You know, all of them do. Someone loses their virginity all the time in these films, and then they get murdered. So maybe that's your jam. Uh, Valentine's Day. Let's talk about some of the rom coms that with star women, or you know, come from a women's perspective. Um, Let's bring some of that in. But we're also going to talk about just like our regular rom coms or romances that you might watch. I don't really watch a lot of romances is twilight a romance uh something <laughs> like that something like right. romance right. action i don't know <laughs> it qualifies but we'll talk yeah, about you know, know ghosts of girlfriends past the proposal we'll get yeah. into all of that or we could even go a little bit deeper and talk about movies such as eternal sunshine of the spotless mind which is one of my Ooh, favorite romantic I love films eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. that is right? a great film um yeah there's some really good ones so we're gonna we're gonna dig deep and find some because you know it's not my top genre of film to watch i used to love rom like rom-coms were my jam when i was growing up i used to love rom-coms. don't watch them much anymore uh, because like what's really changed uh, we're gonna get into that though so stay tuned for next week's valentine's uh, super bowl spectacular fair before we sign off, though, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our homeboy, Sean. It was his birthday this past weekend, so happy oh, birthday. thank you. Sean turned the young that. age of 31. Don't so age congratulations. I've already said that earlier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. He's 36. But nonetheless, wishing you another year so, of health and success and all that good stuff, my friend. Appreciate so um, hopefully the audience members and our listeners drop some love your way. But yeah. Feel free yeah, to. I was going to say, nobody's venmoing you. You transfer if you're Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it to good use. I'll put it to good use. I swear. Um, well, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's really that's really nice. Um, so that's the end of our episode, and that's what you can look forward to next week. Uh, so if you're still with us at this time, which I hope you are, uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for your support. Like, share, subscribe. Um, Drop us a line. Let us know what you want to hear. Like, we're just coming up with topics as we go, right? Like, so tell us what you'd like to li- like listen to us ramble on about. I'm down for anything that's related to the topics you've heard us talk about regularly. Anyway, uh, that's it for Old Nerdy Bastards. Good night, y'all. We're signing Peace. Off. Say goodnight. <laughs>